0: It's been a while since we've had a double shop project update. For anyone who doesn't know, we, on this podcast, started a kind of little side project where we created an Etsy shop where we were going to sell digital products, and it's been a little while since we've had an update, and Laura has been elbow deep in all types of interesting Etsy stuff.
1: I sure have.
0: <laughs> and we thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about that on the episode, kind of what she's been finding, what she's thinking about, things she might be testing with the Etsy shop. And this is relevant for anyone who wants to do kind of like an online digital business, right? Cause doing things on Etsy, like that's like the perfect hands-free way of doing things. So we're gonna talk about that in today's episode, starting now. Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted to experience freedom. And we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to fearless together. Okay, so double shot project has been doing pretty well. It's been scooting along.
1: Yes, we are growing steadily, lots of new sales, new people coming in and that's really cool.
0: We're making good progress towards break even.
1: Yes, that's absolutely one thing. We have a we have hired somebody to help me create products for the shop. And so, you know, the moment that our our revenue from the shop can offset that cost of, you know, having someone on our team doing this with me. Obviously, I'm going to be stoked.
0: Yeah. So, for anyone who isn't terribly well versed in business and things like that, maybe they're just kind of dipping their toes into it, but business jargon is not their thing. We are talking about the break even point of a business, right? So, businesses have expenses. So, yes. online businesses, luckily, have significantly lower expenses, uh, generally speaking, than. Uh, real-world businesses.
1: Right. But we recently took on an expense.
0: We did. So we've got... You know, obviously, you've got your opportunity cost. You you can, you could, if you wanted to, cost your time investment into a business, which is probably the responsible thing to do.
1: It's what I did for the first couple months of our, our Etsy shop project.
0: Yep. And then we brought on a full-time uh, team member to help us out with that. Yeah. So we've got those expenses on top of, like, listing fees and things like that. It's not these are not terribly large expenses but you do want to get to a break-even point once you hit that break-even point anything above that is profit so i wanted to kind of cover that for anyone who is kind of new to this business entrepreneurship world
1: right yeah and we haven't quite reached that yet nope you know so so we've got a ways to go um i do see that it's growing though so i do think that we can get to that point um, I'm pretty excited. I had a goal for traffic for the month that I've already met and surpassed.
0: Yeah, that was pretty cool.
1: Um, so really happy with that. Um, you know, just some other things though, that I'm looking into now is like, well, as we were talking about the costs, you know, right now it's pretty inexpensive to have an Etsy shop. It's, it's just basically the cost of the listing fees and, and, and whatever
0: everything. the time investment is to do what you're doing.
1: Right. And And it costs like 20 cents to list a product. So it's super minimal. Um, You know, but that's one of the things that I have been looking into is actually adding a new expense to our our Etsy shop. And it's the Etsy Plus, which is kind of like upgrade to your shop account where you get a bunch of like really cool features for a lot of you know, different aspects of selling on your Etsy shop. There's, you know, you can have a, you know, asking your customers to click a button if they want your product restocked.
0: Yeah. So or like if you sell out of a product or something like that. Right.
1: They can request you to restock it or there's, um, you which
0: get, that one is not applicable to us though. And
1: that's it. It's Cause not,
0: we're selling digital products. It's not
1: applicable. To we don't
0: us. really run out of stock.
1: And then, um, you get uh, like some cool customization options for like your banner, um, for your featured images. Like you can have a carousel banner that's just showing, you know, various products that you have on your shop. Um, but like the biggest things for me is it comes with or it's included five dollars worth of Etsy ads and then, um, 15 listing credits and so right away like the value of that's eight bucks and let's break
0: that down a little bit so eight good. bucks one minute so for people who aren't what's a listing credit
1: the listing credit is that 20 cents
0: the listing fee you get credited right. back so 15 times 20 cents is three dollars yeah then you get the five dollar ad credit and that's where the eight dollars comes from and
1: that's where the eight dollars comes from and etsy plus the whole thing is ten dollars a month okay so it kind of brings your, you know, if you consider those credits for the ads and the listing fees, then you're spending $2. And so now I'm like, that's, that's really low investment. But because some of the benefits fit like physical products and not digital, cause I mean, I don't, I don't have to worry about my, my supply. My quantity is like infinite. Um, so restocking is not an issue for me.
0: So basically it comes down to is beautifying your shop worth $2 a month.
1: Right. And at the moment, I'm actually not sure. I I think my shop looks pretty nice that I'm like, I don't know if it's a big deal. And so then, well, if I'm not concerned about that, I do want to pursue Etsy ads, or I, I at least think I do. And so I wanted to start researching that more. And so that was kind of the next venture i started looking into is like how how is etsy ads for how is that performing for people you know and um what they basically do is they they take your you you set a daily budget and then you can select or deselect the products that you don't want necessarily getting you know promoted
0: so why wouldn't someone want a product promoted
1: for me personally it would be be the cost. Maybe I don't want to focus on a low-cost product. When if I'm going to be spending money to promote something, I want to promote my most expensive items. To me, that's going to bring in the most revenue. Um, so I'm thinking, okay, I can s- spend some money. You know, set a daily budget, pick out some products, or Just select everything because that's so far the easiest option is just pick everything. And then see how it goes. And what they do is they take your listings and then they'll move them to the top of of search results. When somebody's searching on Etsy for a certain kind of product, they'll move it to the top. And anytime I'm just browsing Etsy or, or trying to do like market research, you always see those ads at the top like add, 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 add. And, um, you know, obviously they're paying for that placement. I don't know how much their, their budgets are that they're there. Um, I don't know if it's exactly like a, you know, like you're competing, like the
0: auction style. Yeah.
1: I don't know if it's exactly like that or if it's a mixture of things, like if it's
0: got some learning to do there.
1: Yeah. There's clearly some testing to do, but I have some concerns because when I'm doing this research for Etsy ads, you know, pretty much we've, we've seen this so far that when a sale comes in or somebody favorites a product immediately, you get another sale. Yeah. Let's talk about
0: some of those algorithm changes or algorithm, like anecdotes that we found.
1: Yeah. It it seems like suddenly that product has become more popular and Etsy etsy's algorithm or whatever puts it higher in the search results
0: and i and i have kind of a theory on all of this like we we live in a very algorithm driven world and part of algorithms um there's a decay factor right you, or else so i, I consider consider like every web page or every like for example i would imagine inside of etsy world every shop probably has its own internal score that no one can see and there each individual product has its own score that yeah. no one can see and I'm sure that part of that score are these little temporary boosts that the product gets because of like you get, uh, let's say, you get a favorite that probably boosts your product's score yeah. temporarily high, and then that score probably that it starts to decay down, right? Because you know that if everything just had infinite scores going up, then you know it, it, it useless. Yeah, it's you know some some things are only popular during certain periods of time, right? And this would make especially sense on Etsy, right? So if you have a product, that is like a Christmas based product, um, and then people are favoriting it during Christmas, right? Let's say it's like a, a Christmas uh, themed napkin holder. right. Okay. And during Christmas time, people are searching napkin holder. Well, if they're favoriting the Christmas one, it's you know, gonna when you search for napkin holder, it's gonna appear higher up in the search results. But after Christmas, do you really want, when someone's, like, let's say it's summer and someone's typing in napkin holder, do you w- really want the Christmas napkin holder appearing at the top, right? Yeah, so, it just
1: wouldn't make sense. Yeah,
0: so I can picture, like, these freshness factors affecting how a product moves yeah, how higher. How
1: hot the product is. Exactly, and, you know. and
0: that score has to decay over time.
1: Yeah, so that was one thing, like, that I I know that when I get one one item in our shop that's kind of seeming, like, to do well, we might get more sales from it in fact um a recent one where i had updated the product and the image and everything it it had a a favorite later that day and then two sales within a two-day period and it it had
0: never been purchased and it had
1: never been even purchased
0: so someone favorited it and then our theory is it got higher up in the results
1: it got boosted somehow and then two people saw it And purchased it it within a two-day period of time. And this was one that was up for, it was probably on the shop for, you know, two months and had never been purchased. And I'm
0: sure, like, the sales probably are like, that's probably got to be, like, the best boost to the score, right? right? Like, that would make sense. If I was making an algorithm, it's like, well, people opening up their wallet is, like, the ultimate thing. So, that's like. You know that's like getting the the mushroom in super mario brothers (laughs) you know
1: (laughs) um so but yeah so obviously i'm like well etsy ads that would be cool it would it would i would be paying to put my product higher up in those search results and get like the you know i'm paying for that boost yeah but i've i've read where some people are actually you know they'll get an immediate sale from you know
0: so they turn the ads on
1: they turn the ads on and they get it's like immediate traffic coming in immediate you know sales and then after like the second day or third day it's silent like there's not much going on and then if they turn their ads off suddenly all of their traffic is gone Uh and so i'm like maybe there is a punishment like
0: Cue the X-Files music. Right? Like, <laughs> like
1: maybe part of, like, I'm sure that they would never say that, that that's the case. But yeah, maybe part of their algorithm is you've turned off ads suddenly. Drop and the hammer. Your, your <laughs> placement, now you're seeing where the value was to your Etsy ads because now you're getting nothing. Mm-hmm. And so part of my hesitation is right now I'm doing okay with organic traffic coming into the shop. And I'm getting organic sales. I'm not paying for any ads right now. I have zero ads running anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so I'm still getting sales. And so I'm I'm partly concerned about you know, adding Etsy ads into my my shop and having it affect my traffic and then learning that oh, after I turn off my Etsy ads suddenly even my organic traffic is disappearing or something. I don't know, but it it seems a little like mixed. I have some people online say like raving about their Etsy ads and then other people are like, hmm, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, so going back a couple of steps, we were talking about why someone wouldn't want to run ads for certain products, right? So let's say it costs you... Um, you know, $3 to get a customer to see your product, but your product only costs $2 or something like that, right? You've lost money on that product. Now, I am um, kind of of the opinion, and this is an uneducated opinion, right, because we haven't actually done this yet, but just outside looking in, I think it might be worthwhile to run the ads for everything because of my little theory about every. every your shop has an overall score, your products have an overall score, If someone buys your product and you lose money on it, right? Yeah. But then they give you a review. That review is probably worth a lot to your store's overall quality score, assuming there is one. And I would just be so blown away if Etsy didn't have that. So I feel like you might lose money. Like it's kind of a loss leader getting these customers coming in
1: you're getting a sale but you're getting a sale, you're, you're, getting getting a sale. you're
0: getting those boosts you might actually generate more sales from that sale having happened you're getting reviews that are going to make your store look more trustworthy and if you do things properly you can possibly get these customers onto an email list and yeah the first sale you maybe lost a dollar but if you can get that customer to come back if they had a good experience you send them an email saying, hey, I've got this new product out. You know, that next sale could be your profit. And then from there on out, it's like that customer, every time they buy from you, that's profit. So those yeah. are all things that I think people should consider when they're ta- like thinking about advertising. Because I've seen the same complaints on the, the Etsy forums. Everyone looks at the transaction that happens from, um, they, they look at the Etsy ads and the transactions they generate. And they go one to one. Did that, ad, was that ad profitable? And it's like, you can't. Look at your business that way. If you are looking at your business that way, then you are probably not running your business very well, right? There's a lot of room for improvement because you want to look at the average uh, value of that customer, the lifetime value of that customer, I should right. say, right? The lifetime value of that customer could be worth significantly more than your initial loss right it's kind of like that black friday model you know years ago i like people did the black friday sales and you know and obviously still do but they're done very differently now but you know 10 years ago or you know 15 years ago a black friday sale they got you in the door with their door busters they were losing money on the door busters
1: because they knew that there was other stuff in that flyer that you were going to Throw in your shopping cart.
0: Exactly. I mean, bringing this down to its most fundamental, free samples at the mall food court, <laughs> yeah, right? that's a loss leader. They are not making money, you eating that piece of orange chicken off of a toothpick. No. But the idea is they they lure you in, right? So, yes, if you run an ad and you lose money on it, then obviously everyone wants to make profit out of the gate. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't run ads, even if you can't be profitable, because you get all those extra benefits. You get reviews from customers. You get those, you know, behind the scenes algorithm score boosters, you know, and then you get potential customers for life or at least repeat customers if you manage that relationship properly. So when you're doing these types of shops and it doesn't matter if it's Etsy, it doesn't matter if it's eBay, it doesn't matter where it's at, you know set your business up in such a way that you can turn that one-time customer into a repeat customer the old school way of doing it on ebay was that um, when you shipped the package to the person you would put a little insert into the package (laughs) that said hey you know firstly you could try and pull the person away from the platform hey you bought this from ebay but you know what you can get stuff a lot cheaper on my website or Buy through my website. Here's a 20% off coupon. Yeah. You know, or, you know, there's like so many ways that you can do this. So think about those things. When you're considering doing sales on these different platforms, you can take people away from the platform and try and bring them into your own ecosystem. But at the very least, you should try and form a relationship with them so that they can come back as a customer again.
1: Right. And that's actually something that I'm going to be working on as well. So just to be clear, like I obviously I had tried the one Etsy ad um, like a month ago and it, it literally, didn't count. it didn't count <laughs> because it, it apparently didn't apply. So I think what happened is I did pick out too many things out of the shop. And so
0: you excluded too many I excluded
1: things, too many things.
0: And then no one was searching for the things that you actually wanted to advertise. Right,
1: And so spoiler alert, I will be running Etsy ads, you know, despite some of my concerns, I do think it's kind of like what you said, it's let's try and get some more sales coming into the shop, see if we can get some reviews, some some buyer feedback. And I think that that kind of stuff would help, you know, boost the the shop's overall score on Etsy, you know, help it organically, you know, rank higher beyond the ads. And honestly, even the testing I probably won't turn them off if I feel like I'm seeing a lot more traffic coming in because that's kind of my biggest goal right now is I just want traffic into the shop. And if this is the easiest way to do that, then I'm all about it.
0: Yeah, get traffic yeah. in, get sales in, start building it.
1: Right, because I know I know the products I have are good. I know the shop looks good. That's why I'm probably not even gonna concern myself with the Etsy Plus right now I mean, it's $2 and really the only benefit for me is going to be the, um,
0: making the shop look pretty,
1: pretty, which I think it already does. So probably don't need to do that, but the Etsy ads, I think is something I'm certainly going to be pursuing.
0: Okay. Well, there's your double shop project update. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of fearless together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot f-m. To your continued success.